welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen where anyone is welcome. Um, but not if you want, like, good drinks. But if you like to talk about comics, especially Daredevil, then, yeah, pull a, pull a stool up and <laughs> join in, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Claire. Joining me, as always, is Vix. Hello, lovely people. Hi. And we have a very special returning guest for this episode. It's our old pal, Rebecca. Hey. Hey. Thanks for coming hey. on this week at short notice. <laughs> that short notice. It was, it, it was enough notice. And, <laughs> and I'm sure I agreed to it months ago. So, you know, not really short notice. You did, but I reminded you less than 12, like 24 hours. Before. To be fair, you know me well enough to know that's that's what I need. Is I need to be told, be here at this time, have read this. And, I'm like, okay. and it's this issue. <laughs> yes. But I need every time I'm I do the DCAU podcast. Every time Alan's setting up a time to record, every single time I say, "And what are we watching this week?" You know, it, he sent me a, day, uh, a spreadsheet with them all on, but it's just a lot easier to ask him. So I every... do the same with uh, <laughs> with my other podcasts. It's it's just so much easier if someone is on top of it and just yes. says, "Do this." Luckily, like, I have a Tammy on my other stuff. podcast, and Tammy yes. is very organised. Shout out to Tammy, I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, so this week we are covering issue 44, which is called I Murderer. And this was released September the 1st, 1968. Um, and the synopsis is as follows. The jester threatens to reveal Daredevil's secret identity on the George Washington Bridge. With such a public outing at stake, Matt Murdock acts recklessly in his bid for control. NYPD versus Daredevil? But why is the hero being hunted by the law? I mean, seeing as the, the issue's called I Murderer, maybe it's because he murdered someone. <laughs> 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 Just a thought. Um, and this issue was written by Stanley, illustrated by Gene Colan, obviously. Um, embellishment of Valiant was Vince Coletta. Lettering was the adorable Artie Simek and applauding irascible I can't quite read it is Irving Forbush there's an Irving Forbush mention woohoo excellent great um but we are a bar so what are we uh drinking this week what are you drinking Vic some kind of tea uh yes peppermint tea nice yes so it's a bit boring but I will Rebecca uh Super boring again. Coffee with oat milk. Oh, I like oat milk. I, I, we, um, we, we joined a community larder, so uh, we get these random things. I mean, we, we, we are vegan anyway, so it works. Mm. But we get random things, and this week it was oat milk was part of the random things we got. Nice, handy. Yeah, yeah, really. And sesame butter, which I've never had, oh, so I'm very excited really about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like making all kinds of butters and things. Blackberry butter's really nice. Ooh. On banana bread. Mm. All the beans. She's a, she's a witch! <laughs> well, I am drinking a Pepsi Max cherry. <laughs> Kel surprise. <laughs> I am chilling out. I'm some incense as well which is my devil oh, of really hell's kitchen incense going full witch yeah but it's my <laughs> special blend called devil of hell's kitchen 
smells Ooh. like angst and Catholicism. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, namaste, bitches. Namaste. And it has a really, like, and you can smell it really well because you're, it heightens your senses. It heightens your senses, yeah. It has got a lot of frankincense in, so it's got strong Catholic vibes. You know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and I still keep meaning to make uh, Vicks a Hawkeye incense, but I need I've to got... get some more ingredients. Well, that's the smell of coffee. I coffee, think it would be yeah. like coffee, vanilla, and cinnamon, and dog hair. And dog hair. <laughs> and, and, and pepperoni. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what it would smell. <laughs> uh, so, what do we think of this cover, guys? I'm terrified I, of this floating just ahead in the sky. I, I hate it so very much. Yes. So, it's such a deep visceral hatred of this character i can't yeah i can't even he's he's gonna haunt my dreams so rebecca you missed out on our previous jester episode which was yeah i literally had no idea who this dude was yeah well i actually if i'd had more time i would have gone and listened to it because i'm so behind on all my podcasts because i'm currently i'm currently only listening to them when i go out for a run and because i was sick i hadn't gone out for anyway so i'm like super behind on everything and uh yeah i was like maybe i should like go find out who this dude was i was like no nah, this will be fun <laughs> like you know they'll be dumb he's they'll, a they'll, failed they actor they won't expect anything yeah, yeah he's i got the idea he's like evil bob diamond whatever. <laughs> well it's, it's, uh, if not reading the other issue means that thank you have thankfully missed out on his weird pedo vibes yeah <laughs> oh, yeah God. There's a lot, and yeah, there's so there's he's such a wrong, and I hate him. Oh, like, he's really oh. creepy. So Daredevil should have murdered him. Not so oh, yeah, many. Yeah. I mean, like you know, maybe he did. Well, I think like last week, Rick said you will you will be <laughs> you will be like cheering for Daredevil this week, Rick. <laughs> the <For> month. once. <laughs> said, yeah, but I I don't really like this cover. I I don't like the background. I it's not one I like. I wouldn't mind it, but it's unbalanced. Yeah. Like I think the wind, the the corner is just just too in. There's too much. Yeah. There's too much. Like if it was just. Well, I mean, like I don't. The jester heads don't bother me particularly, but I think like the the, all the text on top of it takes Mm -hmm. away from the effect of what the picture would be. I, I quite like the the blue and black with the red on top is yeah. very effective. But I think all the text, all the, the window box, the eye murderer just ruins any like I would have for it and ends up with me not liking it. So <laughs> with you, basically. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> for different reasons, but like yeah, I think it could have been a decent cover. Uh what do we think about the start of this issue where our pal, our best our bestie, the jester uh, they decided <laughs> to rob a jewellers using a teeny teeny tiny I love him. little robot of himself. I love the little robot, but also why is he so near it? And like, then, isn't the whole point like yeah. so you could rob from a long way away? It's like a, one of these totally deranged. And then he starts talking about the pitter patter of your tiny feet, which is a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, and he's a robot. It's probably like quite loud pitter patter. Yeah, I, I, and also I swear that the size of this robot changes 
Because at this point, it looks about maybe, I don't know, like a foot like, tall. And later yeah, on, he like, and when big. it gets the necklace, it looks biggish. But then it like, he puts it in his pocket later. Sorry, my phone just signs Maybe it's one of those changing size ones, who knows. Oh. Half of yeah, make I no don't, sense. I don't like this, and I don't like the way he's looking at this robot and... I just, I just don't like him. He's and he, just... Yeah, he has to be close to it, Rebecca, because he has to whisper his commands to it. <laughs> God, which is so bad. Is really bad. Like, why? It's so bad. <sighs> so this robot goes into the jewelers and is able to <laughs> to pick locks and crack safes. Of course it is. I mean, useful, but you know. Yeah, and then it it cracks this safe and opens it and steals the lovely jewels and uh and then it has like a little it's weird because the robot is have is carrying this little tiny suitcase right mm. that's got the jewels in but later on the jester and that looks like a normal sized suitcase but later on the jester throws yes, that suitcase carrying it in his hand yeah and it's like normal size for him so this is why i don't understand the size of this robot it's yeah because I'm, I'm pretty sure that if he had the technology to build some sort of like you know oh, um, incredible, yeah, sorry, <laughs> um, shut up, Jarvis. Um, if he had like the technology to create some sort of like incredible shrinking then growing robot, like he'd be bragging about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He would have made enough it. money for that that he wouldn't need to be robbing banks. Well, although I'm looking at this next panel where the police officer arrives and the suitcase is like really tiny in the jester's hand in this one. But I swear he throws it later and it's bigger. I don't know. Maybe I'm... Yeah, he's got like Ant-Man tech. Yeah, (laughs) nanotech. He's got pin particles. Which which I'm pretty sure that he would um, have bragged about. Yeah, he bragged about everything. He says everything. Yeah. So, police officer turns up and it's like, I might have known. It's the jester. I didn't know if this, this um, police car's number plate meant anything, because it's quite clear. It's NYPD A6702. 70Z, maybe? I was like, I, I couldn't work out if it was a I reference. I think it's two, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, so then the jester throws the jewels at the police officer that he's just stolen, and it gets bigger. So apparently. dumb. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, but it's not about the jewels. It's about the drums. <laughs> He's just that extra. Yeah, and then he runs off to go and be with his little robot, I guess. Back to his 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 house, which still has a turret in the shape of a jester hat. <laughs> off to his pedo palace. Oh, oh. creepy! I don't like it. Yeah, um, because you didn't see in this issue, Rebecca, he's got a room that's just full of toys, and it's like... Mm. Oh, nasty. So all of a sudden, he's worried that someone's going to learn his true identity. I don't know why, all of a sudden. And he he goes, lives in a house that looks like a <laughs> giant jester house. Well, giant, like, <laughs> LED sign saying, hi, the jester lives here. Because yeah. well, he wasn't that bothered about people finding out in the last issue, was no. he, really? It wasn't really a... No, it's all of a sudden he's like, oh, no, mm. I'm find out. Ooh. I've got to kill off Jonathan Powers. And then we... I, I really don't like this next panel where it's... He's, like, imagining Daredevil killing him, and he's, like, going... Eh! <laughs> pulling yeah. the yeah. He's Daredevil out of his hat mouth. 
Oh, oh yes, and it was flying out of his mouth. Oh, I don't it like it. Gross. I really don't like it. I don't like the way it's drawn. I don't know what they were on when they were drawing this this issue because it's the panelling is mad. As yeah, well. yeah. After last week, which I loved, you know, I, th- mm-hmm. yeah, this is weird. So meanwhile, uh, uh, Daredevil uh, Matt is swinging his way through the city. Um, so he's he like last week, uh, last issue. Um, uh, Rebecca, he yeah. uh, got near some radium, went all evil Superman in Superman 3, challenged <laughs> Captain America to a fight and got beaten by Captain America and then sadly walked away, right? So that's what's just happened, okay? Oh, and, and Karen left. Oh, and Ka- yes, and Karen left. That's the important thing. I, I, I gathered. That yes, must, Karen left yeah. because Matt will never big, admit that he loves her and... And he wouldn't marry her or something. He wouldn't marry her, yeah. And yeah, and he called her a stupid woman or something like that. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. now he's searching the city for Karen, maybe to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can't bear the thought that uh, he's broken her heart, even though all he's been to her, in her words, is cold and emotionless. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh with the "I never dreamed she'd take it so hard." <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, oh, okay, so, all right, Matt. That's like, I can't imagine, especially not after you called her a stupid woman to her face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do like that Matt is having a little Matt mope here. Because, like we said last week, it it, it does feel like there's a bit more emotional weight than earlier issues. Like, this is the start of the actual emotional ups and downs of Daredevil. It's not just like, oh, tra-la-la-la-la, like swinging through (laughs) the city, you know? Um, (laughs) just like swinging through the city giving it some like oh, yeah. no it's daredevil it would be i'm so tired of being <laughs> all around me what do we think about karen's face phasing out of matt's forehead <laughs> Not a good very, one. very strange. Like, why did they draw it like that? He's thinking of Karen, and it's like her head is phasing out of his forehead. It's so weird. It's like, in case you readers have forgotten what she looks like. Here's this, here's this creepy picture yeah. Of, yeah. of Karen, kind of like oozing out of Matt's forehead. It's so weird. It's like something out of the thing. I don't... Oh. So, uh, Stan then says... Soap time's over because <laughs> that was the soap <laughs> opera bit. Um, Which is so great. I love that. It's great. I love when they comment on it. Like, oh, here's yeah. you know, here's this. Uh, so Jonathan Powers, the jester, uh, as Jonathan Powers, sorry, goes to the eleventh precinct and has a statement to make. And this is the start of him being drawn in shadow, all in purple. Which made me think that he was. He really looked like the purple man. <laughs> Well, no, he looks. Like, he's dressed like the Joker. He's he in like purple like and green. But his face like, is purple as well. Like he's all purple in this first. Yeah, but then the next panel. panel, he then looks like proper like the Joker. Oh yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, purple and green. He's no Joker. You're no Joker. No, he he's the jester. Yeah, and he's got white gloves on like Mickey Mouse. He's he's what you get if you order. Um, uh, oh fuck me! I just moved. AliExpress. Sorry. Um, yeah, if you order the Joker on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I just moved and my back's winched. Oh. 
But sorry, dear, dear listeners, I've put my back out, so yeah. if you hear if you hear any weird noises, it's because I moved. <laughs> yeah, Vix was uh, trying to move that pile of comics we toss under the bar earlier, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> your back went. Yeah, exactly. you, slip, you slipped on a puddle of vomit on the floor. Oh. <laughs> So Jonathan Howard says, I, hey, everyone, I know who Daredevil is, and I ain't going to tell you. And Spider-Man's in the distance like, hey, that's my deal. <laughs> I've already told them. I've told everyone. <laughs> um, and he says, I'm going to make my announcement in the centre of the George Washington Bridge, because I'm super dramatic. <laughs> he basically at, mid- at midnight. At midnight. Yeah. And these police officers, one of them re- uh, recognises him, even though... He's like just been in a load of flops. This actor, flopperoos. Oh yeah, flopperoos. Flopperoos, not just flops. Yeah, um, and so there's some journalists nearby, and they're like, "Oh, you know, there's nothing else going on. This could be a bombshell." Later mm. on, they say this could be bigger than the uh, assassination of Lee Harvey Oswald. Like, mm, I think you might be a little bit overstretching there, yeah. but okay. Exactly. So they run to the bridge to set up their cameras and everything. And then there is a uh, an urgent bulletin on the radio, which says Jonathan Powers, former Broadway actor and comedian, has made a startling public announcement. He's going to reveal the identity of Daredevil uh, at the bridge. And mm. Daredevil, of course, doesn't think, oh, this is a trap. So he decides to go. He's he's into it. He's still thinking about Karen. Look, he's, cold. he's yeah. hugging a picture of her. But can I? What? Yes. Karen gave a blind man <laughs> a signed, framed picture of herself. Yes. And he knows he's hugging it. Because... <laughs> he's hugging it. Like, Karen, really? And it looks, it is framed, so it, I, I, it must be behind glass. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. And she signed yeah. it. She signed it. <laughs> she gave it. Yeah. Even if there's no glass and he can feel the ink. She doesn't know that. It could be a picture of anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a picture of me, Matt. And it's like <laughs> a picture of a cactus. It's a picture of me and I've signed it. You yeah. loser. <laughs> yeah. Love <Love-ics>. it. <laughs> It's very strange that he's just hugging this picture of her. Um, so Matt well, Matt, well, ev- well, Evanescence plays in the background. <laughs> yes, absolutely, always. Uh, so he's like, I don't know Jonathan Powers. Hmm, this is weird. Uh, yeah, I'll go and check it out. If nothing else, it will take my mind off Karen. <laughs> uh, he's like, it's almost midnight. I'll be just in time. And he arrives at the bridge. So meanwhile... A teeny tiny little one-man submarine <laughs> is going uh, through the Hudson. And it's clearly what he needs to be a bank robber for, to support his one-man submarine. <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I mean, when we had a submarine, Vix, were you like, oh, the plunderer? <laughs> I got a little bit excited, but then I realised that like the plunderer wouldn't have a one-man submarine because he needs like his fabulous his entourage. entourage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's Maybe he's downsized. <laughs> uh, so this teeny tiny, teeny weeny toy submarine, apparently, going through the water. Um, and it's occupied by a very deranged looking Jonathan Powers. He looks like Doc Ock. He does. Yeah, with his glasses and his 
hair and he's wearing a turtleneck which I'm sure Brad will appreciate but yeah uh, and he basically says yeah I plan to be murdered in the next few minutes <laughs> it's such a weird plot yeah but I'll give, I will give him this it is actually quite a genius plan yeah it's not a bad plan. Are you saying it's that the Jesse genius? Convoluted. He's your favourite ever uh, Daredevil villain? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm just saying that um, out of all of the like villainous plans we have had thus far, this one's actually quite smart. Fair enough. He's still a dick. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> awful. Uh, so Daredevil arrives at the bridge and he's having a look at what's going on. And meanwhile, uh, Jonathan Powers is like pretending to fall from the bridge and going help help ah. help me I'm dying help me help me oh la, oh la la <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Daredevil swings over to go and save him um, and Jess is like quick I can't hold on any longer help me help me <laughs> when Daredevil gets to him he's like hey you're not in any danger what are you talking about? <laughs> and then and they, they have a little fight. Yeah. He's and he's right. like going toe to toe with Daredevil, but like, why is the Jester a good fighter? He's meant to be like a. It's because he had he had all the um like uh, uh kind of acrobatic training, didn't he? Oh, when he, was he in did. All those. Yeah. yeah. He was like a uh, yeah. He trained to be an acrobat. Yes, I forgot about that. I was just thinking he hasn't got any of his toys. Here, so, mm. um, so he basically Matt recognizes his voice, um, and he recognizes that he's the jester, and then he punches him in the stomach. Mm. Um, you know, it could have been in the dick, but not this time. Uh, <laughs> not this time. Not this time. No. And they're having this big fight. Um, there's a rope nearby as well, so I was like, oh, is something going to happen with this rope? Because um, they keep kind of focusing on it. Yeah, um, yeah. And John Powers is getting beaten now by by Daredevil because he hasn't got his little toys, his wonderful toys. Mm. Uh, and that's when the press show up with their very old timey camera that's like, like, like this, <laughs> click, 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 click. What a scoop! And they're filming what's going on. <laughs> uh, and they're like, hey, it's not like Daredevil to be on an innocent civilian. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, they're like, yeah. he's going to kill. He's he was being on Captain America five minutes ago for no particular reason. So, but that was for charity. Oh yeah, everyone was. Yeah, everyone's like, it's for charity. So um, then the jester. So he's basically trying to trying to save Jonathan Powers, the jester. Meanwhile, the jester is yelling, "Help! Daredevil's trying to kill me!" <laughs> and then tips himself over and falls off the bridge and goes no <laughs> yeah so they all assume he's dead because someone falls in water they're dead obviously yeah so what did you think of his plan though because like I, I, I did think it was quite smart mm. like as a way to you know I mean, it's only smart if the police actually manage to catch Daredevil. Or if he managed to pull Daredevil's mask off, I guess, during the yeah. and they got a photo. Yeah. Yeah, but now all the press think he's a callous murderer. 
Yeah. Which, I guess, is also quite smart if you wanted to make Daredevil look like, you know, he's he's a wanted man now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So. Well, he tries to go and, like, save him in the water, but the police start firing at him, so he can't. Mm. Um, but meanwhile, Jester has, like, swum to his little teensy-weensy teensy submarine, and mm. he's off. Little Jester Submarine. <laughs> <laughs> and off he goes, and he's like, haha, Jonathan Powers is dead, I'm the Jester. Wahey. So, meanwhile, uh, we were like, we haven't seen uh, Foggy or Karen in this issue yet, but we're back to Foggy, um, who still hates Mike Murdoch, but hates this new guy even more, <laughs> this new Daredevil. Um, obviously not knowing who it is. I, I do, if, if they're like, oh, who's this new Daredevil? Like, they like, not curious at all, hasn't asked Matt about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like... Strange. Yeah, it's just just strange. So he says, you know, when when Mike, like Mike wasn't asked, but when Mike was Daredevil, he wouldn't do anything like murder someone because he was just a wise guy. And then he changes channels on his tiny, tiny TV. <laughs> And then what in his he... tiny, tiny submarine. In his... <laughs> and then what does Foggy see on the TV, Vix? He sees a anti-capitalist socialist march. Mm-hmm. Debbie, front <gasps> and centre. And I was like, my note is, yay, socialist yeah, yeah. Debbie. Campaigning <laughs> to eliminate poverty. Oh, what a yeah. shock. <laughs> Comrade Debbie. Yay. <laughs> And instantly, Debbie's our new hero. Yeah, I was like, my note said, this is now a Debbie Stan account. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. Debbie's a socialist. Woo! <laughs> so, she's at this uh, this march. She gets back and sees Foggy and was like, hey, guess where I was today? She was all excited. And he's like, isn't it bad enough that you once served a term in prison? Now you have to get involved in public controversy too? Like, how dare you? And I was like, oh, Foggy. Yeah, she doesn't seem to care. She's kind of smiling at him. But if we if we look at Debbie in her red blouse, she really is like a hundred miles away from like the femme fatale she was when she was first introduced. Yeah. Like, she's like a different character now, you know? But then, you know, she maybe she was always like that. It's just because she was being used as. True. That, yeah. As the honeypot. I'm not saying she looks oh. bad. I'm not, I'm not that keen on her hair, but... Um, no, but she's um yeah I like I like yeah we love Debbie yeah. in this house <laughs> yeah and then she's basically is like well tough I'm gonna do it I've got to stand for yeah. something if you'd rather me be a vegetable um sorry tough okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, dumb> shit <laughs> and then he's like I love you I want to marry you but because obviously he's not he's not happy with what she's doing mm. and then Matt walks in. <laughs> absolutely livid and then Foggy says Matt maybe you can drum some sense into her I sure can't and Matt says how can you expect her to be sensible she's a female (laughs) not just a woman a female Rebecca Rebecca as you're just a female what are your thoughts I would like to punch Mr. Matt Murdoch (laughs) I I try to reach into the panel of the comic yeah. and strangle him with my bare hands. Also, yeah. he looks terrible in that. That He looks in, like, the worst suit ever. Good. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's like... And then and the Foggy goes on his rant, and my note is, my note says, is, is Foggy a fucking Tory? <laughs> yeah? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he goes on his rant, and I was like, no! <laughs> no, Foggy! I know, how, like, I know how conservative you are, you are Foggy. Foggy. And I was like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> is, is Foggy a gammon? <laughs> oh, no! He's gonna run for public office. He absolutely true. is. Yeah, Foggy's a republic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Victor's heart broke. Did you hear it from where oh, you yeah, were? A big snap. Yeah. It, well, it wasn't my. It back wasn't your snapping. back. It was your heart. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, and he basically says, "I'm running for public office, and Debbie is my fiance." Not anymore, she's not, because I'm on my way to steal your woman. <laughs> yeah, but then back to one final bit of angst in. Who's the girl I love for my fiancé? <laughs> yeah. So Matt has one last bit to be like, I wish I could be with the girl I love. And driven her away by being cold and emotionless. And calling her an unsensible woman or something. Yeah. You a female. <laughs> I don't even care if she's a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, then Stan says, but since our hero can't have the one he loves, let's visit a cat who hates him. And Jester is dressed up in his, his costume. Ugh. Now, Rebecca... He has a few robots now. He does have a few robots. Uh, Vix and I went in-depth about this costume. <laughs> what are your thoughts? It's just bad. <laughs> is it a crime against seeing <laughs> it's a crime against colour matching yeah. and I have zero fashion sense but it's oh my god eyes yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really bad it hasn't got any better <laughs> um, I do like when so he's basically taken over this place and then one of the guys says so and he's like and the jester's like silence and he kind of like <laughs> throws him across the room <laughs> yeah he does um he's broken he's just kind of funny he's broken into this tv studio and he's going to force himself to be seen by millions of people um and they're filming the cameraman's like looks all scared which is quite funny and he basically says to everyone i promise to capture the merciless murderer known as daredevil don't worry, people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. Cause I'm the good guy. And then he does like the most evil smile ever. <laughs> and so Matt hears this. I thought, I thought at first that he had put it together that that Jonathan Powers was the jester, but apparently he hasn't, because he hears this and says, "Oh, he's heard what happened on the bridge and decided to take advantage of it." So he hasn't quite mm. cottoned on to the fact that that was him on the bridge. Duh. Yeah, but he knows his voice is familiar. So, in the middle of a mope, and Foggy and Deborah having an argument, he, Matt decides to run off, and he says, I'm late for an appointment, and runs off, because he wants to go to the studio. So, then, as Matt's swinging through the city, he hears a strange beep, beeping sound in his ears. Now, one of you guys will have to explain this, because I don't understand this. And the signal, he says, it's guiding me towards Central Park. So does that mean 
if he's going one way, the beeping gets faster, and if he, you know, it's like hot and cold. I maybe maybe it's just coming from the direction of Central Park. No, because mm. he says he put it in his costume, didn't he? Or maybe it is. I don't know. So he follows the beeping, and it takes him to Central Park, where he meets the jester. And the jester says, last time we fought, I placed a tiny receiver on your costume. And that explains how he made him come to Central Park. Right. Mm. So I, it's like I'm, a dog whistle for Daredevil. Oh, maybe. <laughs> or or like, a, like a tracker thing that the police use where it gets, um, the closer you get to the like, stolen yeah, car, yeah. the higher the pitch oh, is. Oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, and then... He doesn't use toys as his weapon. He throws popcorn in Daredevil's face, which explode and they're filled with gas. Did it not be? It, you just, you suck, Jester. I mean, the Jester's <laughs> not exactly wearing a mask. Or whatever. No, so I mean, he would probably be like, I, I um, I'm immune. To I'm it. immune because for years I inhaled it, and now I've developed an immunity. Did you like Matt on the ground like? <laughs> I just I can't I can't believe like he's fallen for it like twice. Yeah. He's like the whole bridge thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah my... know, that like help me help me and it's like dude this guy told you like he was gonna be on the bridge at midnight which is already dodgy as hell. Yeah. And then you hear someone going help help and you're and you immediately and like, he's the most evil looking person ever. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're just, so you've fallen for it once already, and now you've fallen for it again. Yeah. Like, ugh. Fool me twice, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, can't get fooled again, just as George Bush said. <laughs> and Is that what he said? Metal. I can't remember. Uh, I can't, oh, whatever, something. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Daredevil's kind of passed out on the floor, and the police arrive, because the jester told them to arrive. And he's like, there you go. Here's, here's the murderer daredevil. <laughs> well, job done. Yay I'm going me. home. Yay I'm me. going home for a cup of tea and put my feet up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some popcorn. Oh, no, it's the wrong no. one. Oh, yeah. well, go. <laughs> and a that is dream. the end of the issue, guys. Yeah. Do you guys have any, anything else to say about it? Before we go into I think it ends bit. quite abruptly. It does, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is. Were you surprised, Vix, that this is like a ongoing story uh, regarding the jester? Because obviously, he wasn't really in it last week, but it did. It was like Daredevil going out looking for the jester. So this is three issues now. No, I'm not surprised that they're trying to torture me with this <laughs> creeper for like three weeks in a row. Ugh. Yeah, and presumably next issue as well. Such a wrong. A wrong <laughs> So let's get into our toots and boots, guys. Um, Rebecca, you're our very special guest. What would you like to toot and what would you like to boot? Well, I think we have to toot uh, Debbie. Well, yeah. What her fashions or just Debbie? But or, to be but to be fair, both Debbie. Okay. Yeah. Preferably, I mean her marching, but like frankly, there's not a lot of good fashion on really on isn't. showing this issue. Yeah, and she's um, it's it's a very tasty kind of socialist red. Yeah, it's just, and when you get to see it, like you know, it's just, yeah. it's a very 
well put together outfit. Yes. And slightly more interesting than, say, Foggy's suit, which I guess is the only other decent outfit. But he's yeah, Matt's dick, suit so. is not on point this issue. <laughs> no, Matt's mm. suit's just it's the boring white shirt and the boring blue suit. But mm. you know, yeah. So I, I guess Debbie. Okay. After, especially after like last week's red number that he was yeah, wearing. Yeah, I liked his one last week. Mm. So, uh, um, what are you gonna boot? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know. I mean, it's got to be the jester in his full get up. Yeah. Because it's just bad. <laughs> I admit it's the first time I've seen it, but it's just bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Vix, do I even need to ask your boot? Uh, I'm going to go for uh, casual jester because just yeah. that whole outfit. It's like, dude. You're yeah, not the you're not the Joker. You wish you were the Joker, and you're not the Joker. Just stop, stop. And we've already, I think we've already voted for him two weeks in a row for Boo. Yeah, I know I did. Okay, what about your two? Oh, it's Debbie, comrade Debbie, De- Debbie, and uh, comrade Debbie and her um, socialist red outfit, topped uh, off with a, a dainty little neckerchief. I think I'm going to go with the same same ones, guys, because it was very low on fashions, like good fashions this week. It was. I mean, there so, were very few choices. Yeah. I mean, some like the press guys when they were running off towards the bridge, like their outfits were not too bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but we're literally on the not too bad. Is the, yeah. There's really not a lot of, of good. Like, I, I was tempted to go with the cops, and I'm just never <laughs> going to pick a cop, but at least they looked no. all right, you know. But you're yeah. never going to pick a cop where you can pick a communist. I mean, a socialist. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a very, very light fashion issue. Yes. Um, for sure. Yeah, so my, my toot and boot is going to be exactly the same as you guys. Yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of choice. I feel bad yeah. doing it, but there's, you know, mm. what can you say? Yeah, we'll have to see if there's more choice in future issues. Yeah. Um, what about our panel of the week? Um, mine is going to be... I, I I have a soft spot anytime. I think it happened last in the Kazar issue. Um, but I have a soft spot anytime someone falls down a large height and goes, No! Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> That's is my panel of the week. <laughs> That's my panel of the week. Too. <laughs> no! All right. I'm going to find a different one. i tell you which one made me laugh the most. Okay. Uh, or one of the ones that I liked was the cameraman uh, taking a picture of Matt swinging and his little feet were pointed. <laughs> yeah. like, and I was just I was going, you know, it's like he's, Matt's off to swing down and uh, yeah, when they're saying this will be as famous as Ruby shooting of Oswald. But I just like Matt little swinging with his little toes pointed his out. Little and like, it just so caught my eye. <laughs> yeah. Where, which we, we should say because Matt actually referred to them himself, Rebecca, as his cushion-soled little booties. Oh, bless him. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, okay. So, now we have to vote what we're going to do with this issue. So, um, we've been we've had a few thrown under the bar, which is why Vix put, uh, put the back out earlier. Um, so, are we going <laughs> to... So, but now we've got some space. We've cleared it. So, are we going to throw this one under the bar if you think, eh, it's all right? Are we going to put it in the vault... Um, with all the greatest issues of all time, or are we going to toss it out the window like the trash it is? Um, I am going to vote for Under the Bar, because mm. 
I think it's just all right. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's definitely not vault worthy. No, it's it's trash. And I don't yeah. think it's terrible. I don't think it needs I mean, to go out the window. No, I mean, I, I imagine as as part of a, an arc, it's actually like all right, and it's it's very typical of the time, but it's mm-hmm. not great. I mean, you wouldn't go back mm-hmm. and go. This is one of the classic storylines. Yeah, like Daredevil versus Jester, but it does have the things like him starting the angst with Karen. Yeah, mm-hmm. which sort of like puts it in the notable in Daredevil history. I so, feel like that was more prevalent in last week's issue, though. Right, um, but then you're not going to get rid of the middle one in an arc. No. Um, no, no. I mean, it's it. the only reason I'd be tempted to throw it out of the window is because Foggy outed himself as Gammon. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad, right? And Matt using the term female. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, we found out that Debbie is, the, the awesome Debbie is 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 a bit you know is a, a kind of you know rip it all down damn the man <laughs> bring out the guillotines i feel like it can't I, I feel like it's not bad enough to go out the no window. it's 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 not it's not bad enough to go out the window. Right, so gonna, i think un, under the bar all right sorry under the bar here we go all right well now it is time for our last uh, section of the podcast uh which we all uh know and love uh and we know it as Vix predicts. Okay, so uh, next issue, and um, Rebecca, you can also make some predicts, so it can be Vex predicts as well as Vix predicts. Uh, next issue is called The Dismal Dregs of Defeat. Oh. Although it's actually defeat. comic, it's just called The Dregs of Defeat. But um, I have here the title being The Dismal Dregs of Defeat. That sounds like a really sad, like, empty coffee pot. Isn't it? <laughs> the Dismal <laughs> Dregs of my coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> of my percolator. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Daredevil's, like, everyone thinks he killed the jester. Now he's been caught by the police. What's going to happen? Go! Caught by the popo. The popo. The fuck <laughs> got him. <laughs> What's um, going to happen? Well, he's going to sit in a jail cell for a little while, isn't With his he? mask on. Yeah, because why would they take his mask off as soon as they get hold of him? Like, you know, <laughs> which would be the obvious thing to do. Yes. Obviously. So he's going to end up sitting in a jail cell for a while and, and being, you know, being a sad, emo, whiny, piss baby for a little while, going, oh, I never told Karen that I loved her. Oh, I could have been a better friend to Foggy. And, oh. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to get annoyed with him. I know that much. But maybe... He's certainly not going to get caught. I mean, he'll get. he's obviously caught, but he's not going to get properly unmasked. Will this be no, the first unmasking of A number of times. Mm. While, yeah, but he'll, you know, he'll, but not by Jester, come on. Like, He'll come close to it, and he. I agree on the angst we Karen. We'll get a lot more of that. Yeah. Oh God, she's not. She's gonna come and like visit Daredevil in prison, isn't she? She's gonna like cling to the bars and be like, oh. the bars. <laughs> you know, that she'll be like, who are you? Because Mike died. 
Oh God, is Matt Maurice, G- Maurice Murdoch. I told is, you. Is Matt? Oh Jesus, is Matt going to invent someone else? Uh, one <laughs> of the things we also commented on, Ugh. by the way, with this issue is that the font is completely different. Did you guys notice that on the front? Yeah, it did. Actually, yeah. It's, it's not that usual kind of small, mm. bigger font that we have. And that kind of goes on. I meant to mention this. It goes on for a few issues, and then I think they go back. If they I just remember. have a different letter, or do you think they were just? Uh, it's not. Um, it's anti-Semitic. This one, so it's not a different letter. So oh, okay. I think they were just trying out something, and I don't maybe really that's... like it. It looks kind of comic sans a bit. It's... So well, maybe that's why the front cover looks a bit weird. Maybe. Yeah, I forgot to mention it when yeah. we were looking at it. Um, but I think definitely the next two issues. Um, when I had a look recently, have got the it like that the font, and then I think it goes back. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca, thank you for joining yeah. us as always. Thank you for having yes. me. What what have you been up to? What would you like to pimp out? I have been um, doing a bit of moon night, bit of like a bit, bit of, of moon uh, bit of hanging <laughs> out of the old into the night moon night podcast. We Yay. had a very interesting. We've got a listener who's got DID. So oh. they have been uh, explaining what it's like to have DID and what they think of the comics representation. So that's been that's really super cool. interesting. Yeah. On top of like you know, discussing the TV show and a new yeah. comic out. So there's a lot of Moon Knight stuff, and uh, this DC animated universe. Carrying on with that and with the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Nice. But not so much on that because uh, I've been busy and then. Yeah. Hiding from the world. Oh, generally. We all... Yeah. Uh, Vix, what's happening with your blog? Um, I'm getting there. Work's been like mental today. Well, uh, end this, of the month, this week, yeah. so yeah. So, um, but yeah, my first, uh, my first post about the first appearance of uh, Clint in the comics will be up at some point in the week. So check out Agent Purple Pants on Tumblr. Nice. If you want, if you want to read it, once it's up, yeah. put a link in our Facebook group yeah, and on do. Instagram as well. Remind me. I will do. Yeah, that'd be really cool because I want to. I want to read it. I want to read about <laughs> the little the, 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 the baby chick Clint before he's <laughs> He's not there. He looks like um in the first in the like his first appearance. He looks like this giant chiselled kind of slightly wizened blonde mountain man <laughs> so like I, I always i always forget like how because you like you build up an image of your favorite character mm-hmm. in your head that's always like a mixture of, of of like all the kind of versions but he's yeah he's he looks like he's in his 40s in Ooh. in in the first his first appearance <laughs> so it's very strange. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen his first. I'm look, I'm really looking forward to reading that. I think yeah, really I've fun. not. I've not. Uh, I don't know that much about his first appearances. Like, mm. cool. Well, we will be back um, next week, as always, uh, sure. for another issue, uh, another uh, another fun-filled time with our friend the jester. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but for now, it's time at the bar. Bye. Bing, 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 bing. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, 
or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.